0: If you're new here, I've got a free gift for you on how to scale your agency to multiple six and even seven figures and beyond by overcoming your dependency on referrals, doubling your profit per project, and removing yourself from the main bottleneck in your business. All you have to do is text the word FREEDOM to 720-792-8036. Again, that's 720-792-8036. Just text the word FREEDOM, and I'll send you the free gift on how to achieve freedom in your agency and life. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver, and today we've got Kayla O'Connor on the program. And Kayla, after a decade-long PR career filled with panic attacks, burnouts, and low worth, she stumbled across something that changed her life immediately affiliate marketing. And Kayla quickly became a self taught pioneer in this new age of affiliate PR with the Rolodex of key editor relationships and intuitive decision making guided by her human design chart. Kayla's proven ability to generate high revenue media coverage has disrupted the PR industry and it's always in the grind mentality. Welcome to the program, Kayla.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: So PR meets affiliate marketing. I feel like you've got like an unfair hack for, uh, for <laughs> affiliate marketing. So yeah, I guess what's, you know, talk to me about you know, your, your current business that you're operating. KMOworld.org, I think is your your core, your core website. So are you mostly in, in PR right now or kind of using that superpower for affiliate
1: so I basically run affiliate PR programs for direct-to-consumer brands, and then I also train PR professionals, affiliate PR. So although first decade of my career is very traditional PR, I did run into... I ha, you know, It was kind of like the right place at the right time where I was recruited into a marketing agency. I was at a point in my career where I was ready to quit PR, 30k in debt, just not successful not not excelling, right? And I took this job without even knowing what affiliate marketing was. And I had the opportunity to, uh, you know, have this role early enough in the industry where I was talking to affiliate managers at publishing groups like Conde Nast and Meredith. Um, publishing. And they were telling me about why affiliate links are so important to editors. And I was like, what are you talking about? This is, this makes no sense. Um, and then I was able to really put it into action. And then I really, really saw the results. Um, I think the first article, feature article that I landed was in April is far as CBD hand sanitizer on people.com. And of course, April of 2020, everyone was obsessed with hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah. And this was a and this was a $6 probably around $6 product and 3 3 to 5 days after that feature article published on people.com i hopped into the affiliate um network for my client and thousands of dollars of revenue was driven from that one article and i kind of call that my like affiliate pr aha the light switch turned on like holy Um, these articles have a really engaged audience. And for the first time, PR is a performance-driven marketing tool, marketing strategy and channel. So then that, you know, a year later translates into I really focus on kind of wearing both hats, managing an affiliate program while also reaching out to publishers and securing PR placements that include affiliate links.
0: Cloudways is excited to offer our listeners a fifty dollars hosting credit in addition to their amazing benefits of their agency partner program. For more details, head over to yougurus.com slash cloudways or use promo code d a s c w when signing up. Let's get back to our show. I feel like there's, you know, uh, not to say that affiliate and pr. it's it just it's it's a it's a funny. I mean, obviously, Publications and advertising have been kind of attached at the hip, right? But I always mm-hmm. feel like the the getting into like the affiliate stuff for a publication is kind of like where you know editorial and and advertising kind of like you know connects together and starts to you know make this weird could- like new age you know like what is PR like am I am I reading an ad am I reading it's like it's like I was watching uh my kids are really into the Sonic movie I don't know if you. If you've if you've watched that movie uh, 400 times like I have <laughs> in my house, um, but you start to pick up on details at like when you when you're watching it for the 401st first time, like when when the the main like protagonist guy, not like Sonic or whatever, but like his his sidekick dude, um, he like, gets out of his truck right, and there's this like long pause on like mm-hmm. the Toyota Tacoma, you know, it's like it's like real yeah. long, and he like slowly like walks across the front, and I'm like. It occurred to me, I was like, I was like, the only reason that that shot exists and it was framed like perfectly. Yeah, I was like, I was like, Toyota paid for it, right? They like provided yeah. the truck. And, I, and then I started questioning, like, why was he even in the truck? Like, why was that scene <laughs> that was like pushing, a, you know, it was pushing like the plot forward with the conversation that they were having? But, you know, it could have been in a restaurant, it could have been a walk in talk, it could have been like anywhere. But it was in a truck, yeah. and there was like the slow. Anyway, so so now it was I'm just wondering like that. if
1: you're a philosophy major. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it was just that moment where I was like, I was like, man, like my kids are watching this; they love Sonic, you know. But they're gonna like, you know, they're gonna now have like one little tiny impression of Toyota, right? Like, oh, Toyota's yeah. the car like from Sonic, right? And so, like, yeah. I guess coming from your PR background and now you're marrying that into affiliates, like what's what's kind of, what's the future of that, right? Is like everything mm-hmm. that we read going to have like some secret affiliate relationship?
1: No, it, it's not actually. So for an example, it's still organic. I could, there needs to be a value proposition. It needs to be valuable for the readers before the editor will even consider covering the product. If one product has a a really good value proposition, but my client doesn't really stand up to it and I offer 100% commission versus 20% commission of its competitors, they're still going to choose the competitor. It's always the reader's interest first. It's not a guarantee. So the biggest difference is with advertising, you have an insertion order, order. And it's a guaranteed placement, and you know exactly what you're getting and you're paying for it. I'm still pitching commerce editors. They're called, so there's new teams at pub, um, publishing groups that cover affiliate focused content. And it's affiliate managers, they kind of oversee the editorial team, and then commerce, market, and shop editors. And they really focus on product specific content that includes affiliate links back to a website or a retailer. And so, they really do first and foremost make sure that these products are resonating with the readers because if they don't resonate the, with the readers, they're not going to make money, you know. And it's kind of like a, a a fun shift. I love numbers. I'm unique, a PR professional. I prefer numbers than writing in words, which is probably why I grasped onto affiliate marketing so quickly. But I always say, pitching commerce editors is almost like pitching investors. Now we need to paint the picture of not only why it's important and why the reader should know about it, but what's the potential money that the editor and the publishing group could make from the brand? and Because commerce, um, commerce content keeps the lights on at publishing groups. And that's, that's point blank. Yeah. So the,
0: how does the... I, under, I totally understand the reader's interests first. But like at the same time, I kind of heard from you like the commerce editor kind of decides, right, like based on the money of of the the products and the affiliate, right, that they, like, they, they need to understand why how it helps the reader interest, but at the same time, like, the, the dollars have to add up too, right? Like, it's not a, it's less, it's less of an either or and more of like a, it has to be an and.
1: Yeah, it, it's a nice balance. It's supply and demand. I mean, if an editor is writing about a product they're only getting paid if the consumer is like converting and buying the product that they're recommending. So they're not getting paid up front. So it truly is a win-win when you give an editor a product that the readers are going to want to buy. And if you can paint that picture, that's the PR strategy around it. That's telling the story. Not only are you sharing the why, but you're also sharing the how they can make money. Whether it's You know, out of all of the different t shirts that my client has, this specific white T converts 10% on their website versus the yellow T that converts 3%. Now, the editor knows if they link directly to the white T, 10% of the clicks that they drive to the website could convert as sales and help feed into revenue. So, commerce editors now have like revenue KPIs in their role at these publishing groups.
0: Yeah. Well, let's talk about let's talk about your 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 I guess your agency, right? How you yeah. find you know? I mean, I assume it's the D, the direct to consumer brands that are
1: mm-hmm.
0: are engaging your agency, and then you're kind of bringing on like affiliate products or affiliate managers to 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 tie that in. I mean, paint us a picture. What what does the agency look like today?
1: So the agency has two different legs to it. One leg is cert- like full management of affiliate PR programs. So we work with direct-to-consumer clients and focus on securing articles that link directly back to our client's website, and it's all strictly product focus. So the goal is to secure media coverage that drives product sales on the client's website. And it's tracked through an affiliate link within their affiliate program. And then we also manage their affiliate program. And so that includes recruiting various types of affiliates, whether it be, you know, reward affiliates, cashback affiliates, influencers, aggregator affiliates, I mean, the list goes on in this world of affiliate marketing, it's pretty never-ending. And now there's a whole category of like apps that are being developed um, to target different like niches and audiences. And so managing the affiliate marketing as it pairs with PR placements. Because it really is the PR articles and the placements that are driving a lot of the revenue. And I'm seeing you know, over 70% of sales driven through a PR article are new customers. The new customer acquisition is massive for the clients. And so that's one side of the business. And then when I was at the agency, my previous job, I was only doing affiliate marketing. We didn't do PR, but I was kind of wearing both hats. So for clients that had a PR agency partner, I was finding that I was being placed on calls to kind of explain to them what I was doing and teach them why it's important. Because right now, I've spoken to almost every... I contacted almost every single publishing group. If you don't have an affiliate program and an affiliate link and you are pitching a product, you're likely not going to get coverage, especially in Q4. It's kind of a requirement now for products. Now, that's not to say that you know, thought leadership pieces still exist. Business focus features still exist. Like there's still non-affiliate content that exists, but the heavy kind of product roundups, summer roundups, gift guides, that like product roundup heavy content, all of it's affiliate. And so I was finding that I was training a lot of the PR agencies of my clients. And so, and I also realized no one was having the time to really tell the PR ag- the PR industry, what was going on, why the shift was happening. So half of my business is training PR professionals.
0: Very cool. Is it... Um, and then yeah. paint me a picture of the agency today. Is it just you? You've got a team?
1: Yeah. So it's me. And then I have three contractors that support, uh, that support my clients. And then I have an operations team, two females in the operations team. I have a team that help with um, social content, just like the design aspect of it. And then I have an executive assistant that helps with um, scheduling and, and the busy work. And so, you know, being burnt out and working in agencies my entire career, it was very important for me to be intentional and to have quality over quantity. And a big part of affiliate PR is it is trackable, so I'm able to see how much money I'm making clients. So I build in a rev share model into my retainers, which is very new to the PR industry. And so as I grow my clients, my revenue grows for the business. And so I'm able to scale my PR business or the agency without adding new clients. I have a specific client right now that right now I'm invoicing the amount I would invoice for different clients just from growing their program over the last year and a half. And it's the same amount of work.
0: So each based on affiliate performance, basically you're you're getting like a uh, that rev share built in because it's, maybe more of an accepted model within the affiliate world to have kind of a Rev share built in, whereas like traditional PR to say like, oh hey, we're gonna have like a Rev share built into all of your like all of your PR links like we're gonna get a piece of that. I think that's a little bit less common, but in the affiliate world it's like, oh, it's a commission, it's a bonus, it's a, you know, it's it's a it's a tier, right?
1: Well in PR it's on track like without the affiliate aspect of it, the trackability is more gray. Whereas yeah. in the affiliate program, I can literally sort even if I even if it's just a rev share by articles or publishers, I can sort the the affiliate by revenue and literally pull out like okay, Meredith Publishing, all their articles generated sixteen thousand dollars in in March, and Vogue generated three thousand dollars in March, and I'm able to add specific numbers up for specific articles and you know get credit for for the growth and for the revenue. so it's it's a win-win scenario and it's honestly, it's really empowering and it's really exciting to go from being the you know traditionally what I've experienced, the first marketing channel to get cut when budgets are tight to essentially the most profitable marketing channel and having a seat at the table that we've never really had before,
0: yeah. Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to tell you about one of my favorite white label partners, E2M. They can help with all your website design, web development, SEO, and content needs for your client projects. This includes WordPress, WooCommerce, Shopify, BigCommerce, Webflow, Duda, SiteGlide, custom PHP applications, and much more. Have peace of mind when it comes to your outsourcing needs. Let E2M become an extension of your team so you can grow and scale how you want. Check them out today at e2msolutions.com. That's E, the number two, M, solutions.com. All right, back to our show. And I guess that's like, you know, if, if I, um, I don't know, a, a good friend of mine has a PR agency and I'm curious what her thoughts would be on, on, on taking affiliate revenue on the PR that they produce. Like, I love it. I'm, a, I'm more in the performance marketer, marketer camp, right? Like, mm-hmm. I suffer from, like, the F5 disease, right? Where you have to, like, constantly, like, refresh the numbers and, like, you know, like, how are the conversions doing today? Or how, you know, how is this or that doing, right? Like, I find myself much more in, in that camp than the, you know, awareness camp. And the, like, yeah. oh, we need, to, we need to change, like, you know, we need to do something very broad and, like, Hard to measure, right? I'm not not a huge fan of that. Um, but I also like. I I, I don't know. What's the in, in the PR world? What's kind of the reaction to that more performance marketing take on it, right? And again, I have no idea what what, what Stephanie would say about integrating an affiliate model into her her contracts. But yeah. I don't know. I have I have my my thoughts that as a traditional PR house, they would be like, "Oh, that's you know that we can't do that," right, kind of thing. But I don't
1: know. I mean, if they, if your friend has clients that are direct consumer products and they are pitching media and they aren't at least aware that their clients have an affiliate program, I mean, their business is at stake. They won't get yeah. any media coverage. Competit- competitors will get covered because there's likely a competitor that has relatively the same value proposition but just meets that that affiliate requirement in order to get coverage. Yeah. Now, how the industry is responding is actually a really good point because this is probably the most, I would say since I've been in PR, the most drastic shift that no one really was talking about in the industry. Now, all of a sudden, we're A, required to know this affiliate marketing thing you know and it's very heavy in metrics and numbers a lot of the times when i train pr agency owners i tell them to get cozy with the numbers and cozy with asking their clients questions i i found that you know they're not used to asking questions like what is your website conversion rate what is your monthly projected revenue what's your average order value what is your you know what are your margins for your various SKUs? Like you have to like I love it because I'm so involved in the business and it helps inform my strategy. And my articles aren't just building awareness. It is scaling the business. It's supporting the business. It's what's keeping the lights on in the business through a pandemic. And so I'm not surprised if people are are resistant and I have had Peer professionals that have been resistant. And sometimes um, you know, their businesses don't require it either. So that's awesome too. It all depends on what you are servicing for for your clients, if affiliate's important or not.
0: Yeah. Well, this has been a lot of fun, Kayla. I, I love I love the business. I love the model. I think you're you're doing great things. I love hearing that the business is growing and scaling and you don't have to necessarily work harder you know, month in, month out. I think that's the ultimate, right, freedom for us to attain as agency owners. Do you have time to stick around for our our lightning
1: round? Yeah, let's do it.
0: What is the best advice you've ever received?
1: Mm. You are only as good of a boss, mentor, friend, sister, partner, as you are a caretaker to yourself.
0: Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success?
1: i I honestly think it's not looking outside of myself for answers. I really look inward for a lot of my business decisions versus comparing and going down the path that someone else did. Can you share a tool
0: or app that you use that you think our listeners would find valuable?
1: And the first thing that comes to mind is Slack, but I feel like that's such a common thing. <laughs> but I use it I use it all the time. I'm obsessed with Slack. or Voxer. Voxer is nice if you like to like voice notes or voice memo. Um, sometimes that works better than Slack. And what book would you recommend? I would recommend The Emotional Entrepreneur by Scout Sobel.
0: We will link out to that book. Uh, Emotional Entrepreneur, as well as Voxer and Slack, two favorites of our, our guests as well, over on our show notes page at com forward slash podcast. So if you listen to this week obviously you'll see Kayla's photo up the top. Click on Kayla. You'll see lots of takeaways, nuggets, Uh, insights from today's show as well as those links. Kayla, how can our audience find out more about you? Is there anything that you have that they can check out?
1: So you can um, follow me on Instagram at camo.consulting or camoworld.org is kind of the umbrella that a lot of anything and everything of how to work with me in the world of affiliate PR is listed there.
0: Very cool. We will link out to your Instagram as well as your website. Uh, And I definitely would encourage our listeners to check out Kayla's website. Very interesting agency website. Love the photography. You guys have done a great job with how you present your agency. Very unique uh, presentation. So check that out. We'll link out to everything that is Kayla at yougurus.com forward slash podcast. So you can get all those resources in one nice, neat place. Kayla, thanks for stopping by the program today.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And remember, if you want this free gift all about how to scale to six and seven figures and beyond in your agency, just text the word FREEDOM to 720-792-8036. That's the word freedom to 720-792-8036. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver.